more money, you got less problems. At least mine, the ones all your basics accounted for. Team Elite, I run with them, guaranteed to be Final Four. Less money, you got more problems. More money, you got less problems. At least. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are here. Welcome to Back, bringing Albany communities knowledge. Mm -hmm. And we are here on our Tuesday night with Tuesday's night, uh, Tuesday night's guest, who is going to be Mr. Larcel Boo Stovall. <laughs> now, I mean, I've known this guy since middle school, and yeah. uh, he and I was just chatting it up uh, before we got uh, started uh, officially. And I was just telling him uh, pretty much how I have, he has been one of the most consistent young men now, uh, uh, adults that I've ever known, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring him uh, uh, to the back community tonight to tell his story, his love for Albany, and I get a chance to go into his world. So uh, back community, I'd like you guys to welcome Larcel Stovall tonight. Uh, 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 thanks for being on with us tonight. No problem, brother. Thank you for asking me to be on with you guys. It's a privilege. I love it. I love it. Good, I didn't good. expect shocking when you asked, and I was, I was, I was, I was inspired to do it. Yes. Nice, nice. Listen, from a, listen. from a childhood friend, of course. Of course, you do positive things. I love positive things. Why not? Why not? It's a, it's a, it's a no brainer. It's a win win. And it was just like you know when I'm thinking about the people who I've known who dished out uh, consistent levels of positivity. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It, uh, uh, it'd be hard-pressed to find another person who has done it uh, 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 with the class and low-key style that you have done it for the amount of time that you've done it. So I knew I definitely wanted to, uh, to double back uh, to get you in there eventually. And plus, you are part of a community over there uh, off of 2nd Avenue where your family dominated that area for a long <laughs> time. So, 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 so. I've, I've, I've touched, I've touched uptown, I've touched downtown. I definitely had to get over here on second half. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Second half, the days, man. I remember those days, growing up with my friends, playing in the fields. It's, growing up was just great in the '90s, bro. Everything was great in the '90s. Yeah, man. And, and I remember, I remember yeah. coming up to your house. We used to cut, we used to cut through that uh, uh that lot over there. Um, what's the name of that street? Um, where the Martin Luther King statue is at. But it used to be that little lot that you, you could get through to get about, to the other side uh, of yours. It was Bob Bishop again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah man, yeah. come up over there, jump on that trampoline. Y'all used to have that trampoline on the yeah. side of the house. Oh, yeah. We used to have battles on that trampoline, man. <laughs> I used to teach kids how to flip on that trampoline, for real. Mm -hmm. yeah. you, know, Listen, you you was nice. You was nice back then. It'd be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still, I could still do a little something. Oh, okay. Well, you better than me, because every time I try something, I ended up breaking it. So I ain't doing <laughs> nothing else. I ain't doing nothing else anymore, man. I'm trying to keep all my limbs. All I, hear my you. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Yeah. But that, that's the joys of growing up, you know, the joys of growing up, enjoying life, enjoying being a kid. Because nowadays, I don't too yeah. much that much of kids being kids. Correct. And where, what happened? Mm. That, that question is still stagnant. What happened? How come kids don't want to be kids? Mm. And that's, that's a question that we've been looking for an answer for for a while. Okay. Yeah. Nobody knows. 
And it's different when you got when when you've had the chance to be a kid, so you know what it's supposed to feel like. Exactly. You know what I mean? Be like, nah, man, we're supposed to have some good times, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be safe. I can mm-hmm. go to your house, you can go to my house, my mom mm-hmm. gonna keep you in check, your mm-hmm. mom gonna keep me in check. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Now it's like <laughs> why do you have to be apprehensive mm. in your own community? Mm. Why? Why do you have to be scared to be in your own community? You should be able to go to different communities where people of the same color share the same thing. Mm. But unfortunately, it's not like that anymore, and it's sad. Yeah. It's sad, especially in Albany. I, I never thought Albany would get bad, brother. It's bad. Mm. I mean, and, and I wish something could happen. If mm. only we loved ourselves. And I'm not saying mm. we don't, but... Mm. It's just, it's a hard thing to wake up and see babies getting murdered. Yeah. Senseless acts. What's, what's the problem? What's going on? How come these kids not enjoying being kids? I don't get it, man. But okay. something will Okay, well, listen, well, well, well uh, that, that leads us here tonight because part of the reason, uh, um, uh, part of uh, what I wanted to do with BAC was to bring more positivity back because mm-hmm. we have so many uh, positive and sensational stories and people. And it's Absolutely. just like, you know I mean? Sometimes we forget about it. We forget about all of the stories. We forget about all of the good times. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes going through life, uh, when, when we're faced with so many obstacles and barriers, it's easy to overlook the fact that there used to be a time period where it was all love. It yeah. was all good. All you might have had some, 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 some here course. and there. But it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. to the point where I was mad enough to just go pull the trigger on somebody. Yeah. You know, you're always going to have your differences with people. But the thing that makes you the biggest person is if you can move on and become friends. Mm. I've done it plenty of times in my life, and I know mm. you have. Yeah. Nowadays, is no solution to being friends at all. Mm-hmm. Not at yeah. all. We talking about skills that you know uh, 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 that you end up uh, learning how to um, manifest or mature as you get older. It was just like mm-hmm. de-escalation or be like, "Yo, just because you stepped on my shoe, we ain't gotta take it there." Or we might have messed with the same girl. Be like, "That's cool. We still don't gotta take it there." You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right. Be like, you know, but you learn different coping skills. You learn uh, be- uh, better ways of interacting with other uh-huh. people the mm-hmm. more you go on that self journey to learn yourself. Right. So the more we learn ourselves, the easier it is to connect with other people, stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's you know absolutely I mean? true. That's absolutely true. You learn yourself, you love yourself. Once mm-hmm. you know how to treat you, you're gonna wanna treat other people that way because you mm-hmm. want that love to reciprocate. You don't wanna, you don't wanna have negative energy all your life, mm-hmm. especially if you get older. If you're older and you're mm-hmm. still these things, there's no growth. Yeah. And things that you deliver to the kids, mm. it's going to come off that same way. And they're going to grow up being stagnant. They're going to grow up being stuck. They're going to grow up in the same cycle that you went through because you're mm-hmm. not growing mentally. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, that's, that's part of the problem. Yeah, you're growing in age, but you ain't growing. Somebody said to me a long time ago, man, is they said, age don't make you mature. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. Mm-hmm. There's many grown people out here 
that still act like babies mm. mentally. I see them out there arguing with kids in high school. Mm. You're supposed to be breaking that up, telling these kids to get home. They got better things to do. But no, they're out there acting the fool with the kids, yelling at the cops. I've seen videos of this stuff mm. right here in Albany. Oh, oh, well, listen, man, let's uh, uh, save some of that because uh, <laughs> I just realized, hey, listen, I didn't even give a formal introduction. We didn't even get started. We already done jumped in. <laughs> so here's the, here's the first question I got for you tonight. Um, before we get into your formal questions, I always ask everyone who's been on thus far because we've been quarantined for the last six months. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How have you and your family been doing through this quarantine period of COVID-19? uh yeah how are you guys doing how have you maintained during this uh, COVID quarantine period basically man you know being safe one um as far as myself and my wife we have told our families during this time we will not come visit as much okay we all you guys facetime get some family time in you know where you can see my face i can see your face we're gonna see how each other's doing mm -hmm. we're gonna everyone is safe and when this thing pass over then yes it's all back to love we all gonna get back together and gel again because this COVID thing really stopped the world mm -hmm. world and a lot of people don't take it seriously and I think sometimes that's gonna cause a big problem and not mm -hmm. something really gonna cause a big problem and I'm scared for these kids now who's gonna go school and this stuff mm -hmm they say they got this thing handled or whatever they say they got it handled or they sending these kids back to school. I'm, I'm scared for the kids to go back to school, period. That scares, me. that scares me. But as far as how we handled the COVID thing, basically we took the precautions they gave us and we amplified it because I, <laughs> <laughs> I amplified it. I don't want to take I don't it. want no problem. <laughs> Amplified that. Like they said, wash your hands for 20 seconds. I'm going to do it for 30. I'm going to do it for 40. You know, uh, amplify it to make things safer for us so that once this thing is over, everybody can get back to being healthy. Everybody can get back to loving one another. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, listen, man, we're going to go ahead and get into the thick of it then. I'm going to hit you with your first official question for the night. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I know who you are. But, uh, you know, and actually, I'm going to learn a great deal more about you because you and I haven't connected in this capacity in quite some time. So I'm looking forward to diving into this interview. So your first question for tonight is, what are you doing now? What kind of endeavors do you do? What kind of passion projects are you working, at, uh, are working on? Uh, tell the back community, tell the Albany community about you tonight. Okay. So right now I am a CES at... Tire Hub. There's a new company. They just started up about three years ago. I'm proud to say I'm top 25 in the in the whole company, but nice. I'm not I'm not gonna brag on that. But <laughs> as far as my personal projects, you know I'm an artist, yes. and I love I love creating art for people. I just love the finished product to turn it around and see their faces. Some people cry. I have to hold back tears because. I'm, I ain't gonna lie, I cry. <laughs> I'm a man, I cry sometimes. So it's like when I see those families happy with the project that I gave them, it just gives me joy in my heart. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to make people happy. I'm supposed to make people smile. This is what God gave me this talent for. 
Mm. And that's what I love doing. And hey, I've seen some of them joints, man. Uh, what's your what's your uh, what's your nephew name? Um, uh, you did the joint for him and his uh and his sons. It was just yeah. like wow. So he hit me up with that idea. He said, "Yo, Unc, you know what would be dope if you drew me like painting my life now as I was a kid." I say, you know what? I got you. I love that idea. I love creating stuff like that. You give me an idea, I'm, a, I'm definitely going to create it. And then when he said that, I just pictured, I pictured it in my mind, like him painting them on a brick wall. Mm. Like this was his life before, and this is his life now. He's full blossoming to a grown man. He handled his business. I'm proud of him. Every day I tell him I love him. You can't tell the kids you, you love him too much. You tell him every day you love him. I love my nieces and nephews to death. And they know that. They know Uncle Boo love them. I tell them, I don't care if they get 40 or 50, I love you. I tell them in front of their friends, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man, that's what you're supposed to do. And yeah. uh, as I said earlier, you've been one of the most consistent, uh, positive people that I've known. And I've seen that love and that embrace, not only from you, from your entire family, fam. It was oh, just yeah. like, yo, I, I, it was always something new to me. It was like, this your brother too? Yeah. This your brother too? It's like, it's like, God, Lord, how big is your family? Be like, real man, that this love, is just a part of them. That love stemmed down from the king and queen, man. You know, they yeah. always to love, no matter color, race, creed. You love yeah. people until they show you different. And even when you, you know, I I know how to forgive. So mm -hmm. if someone asks for my forgiveness, I'm gonna give it to them. That's what we're supposed to do, regardless. But that love trickled down from the king and queen. Definitely. Definitely. And it shows. <laughs> That's it shows. right. So, yeah. Yeah, Rev and Mrs. Stovall, Miss Irene Stovall. Listen, your family was always, uh, uh, your house was a beautiful part for me to become um, familiar with, to be able to be embraced by you and that big old family. You know what I mean? <laughs> Was, was dope. And like I said, uh, it, it trickled down from the king and the queen. And before that, it trickled down from God, because I already oh, know where that's going. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. But yeah, man, I, my family, I, I thank God for them. Yeah. I thank for them, because had they not been there through the rough times, I don't know. Mm. I don't know, because I hear some rough patches, but we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there okay. in the interview. <laughs> All right, listen, man. Question number two. This is my favorite uh, question out of all the questions I ask everybody um, because it allows you to express to me something that I can't know unless I'm in your head. What's right. your favorite place to visit in Albany and why? I actually had two in my lifetime. The first one was, you know, we lived in a cul-de-sac on Beano. Mm -hmm. We called it the circle, you know. But <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> at night, if you go down there, the city will light up. You can actually see the, the plaza, mm -hmm. the big buildings. You can see those. And as a kid, that was exciting to me to go down there with my brother. We stare at the stars. We stare at the buildings and we talk. But as I got older and I ventured away from the house, it was the riverfront, straight mm -hmm. up. The riverfront is where I actually found myself talking to God more often. You know, at the times when I felt lost in life, the answers was clear there. You mm -hmm. have to trust me. I got you. And it was, that's the let go, let God is real. 
I let him take care of my life and he really did. He took me and he polished me and he made me what he want me to be. And I thank him for the position I am in life. There you go. The riverfront, that's definitely one of my favorite places. Okay. And even that they got that bridge there, brother. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> on that bridge. And I was just sitting, standing there holding the gate as the cars were passing and had my eyes closed, just listening. Hmm. Just zoom, zoom. Not really, it was nothing to interact with. I was by myself, but it was on hmm. the bridge. And it was just so peaceful, so serene, so calm, just hmm. hearing the city. And that's, that's what I loved about, I love the riverfront. Okay, okay. Uh, 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 that is my choice as well. Uh, uh, I, did, uh, I did let that go a couple of interviews uh, before. Uh, I don't know uh, who I was talking to, but I was like, the riverfront for me. And for the mm -hmm. same reasons that you just said it, you know, mm -hmm. I go down there and play chess. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I can go there as, as a place to go ahead and clear my own head, you know, after some of the most tumultuous nights that I've been through. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know what, I'm just going to get away where I know ain't nobody going to be able to find me at. And I'm just here talking, me and God, figuring this thing called life out. Exactly. So. Exactly. Lean not to your own understanding. Mm -hmm. You hear me? He yeah. will guide you to the fullest. Because I'll tell you, Tyrell, if I took God away out the equation and I looked at my life, I would not know where I would be. Likewise, brother. Yeah, man. Likewise. Yeah. And imagine... Um, um, yeah, imagine what it would be like without him. Imagine leaning on our own tools. Boy, I'd be a mess. I'd be yeah. a mess, and I wouldn't have, I would not have ever learned anything, and be mm -hmm. sitting here blaming the world for everything. Yeah, yeah, I was stuck in that dark spot, in that mm -hmm. blame everybody dark spot. It was around the time Top had passed, so okay. I was in a. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get. Okay. There. I know. Okay. Question. So we're okay. gonna get. All right, all right. Well, here's a here, here's a question where you could where you could tap into some of it. Anywho, though, uh, think of the younger Larcel. Think of the younger Boo. I gotta mm. figure out what name I'm gonna call you tonight. I'm gonna call you Boo. I won't call you Larcel. I won't call you Boo the Mac. I'm gonna call you something. It's gonna be one of those three combinations of names. So, all right. Think of your younger self. What is mm. something that you wish someone would have told the younger Larcel? I wish. I was taught financial gain, basically, you know, financial savings and credit. Mm. You know, as a kid, I got my first job at 14, just blowing my money, being dumb. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. as a kid, you would do that. But yeah. if someone sat me down and taught me the importance of financial, you know, um, you want to save your money so that when you get older, you can be stable. Mm. As far as credit-wise, it's, it might sound crazy, but I really found out about credit when my wife came. Nice. And that's, that's the truth. She sat me down and she was like, um, do you know your credit score? Mm -hmm. And it threw me back because nobody ever asked me that question. It mm -hmm. threw me back. And it also let me know that this lady wants a future with me. Okay. Nobody, who, anybody who don't, who won't ask you about your credit, they ain't trying to do nothing financially. Mm -hmm or even to gain prosper in life. But when she asked me that, it was like, okay, yeah, I, I get what God is doing. I get it. I'm not going to act a fool and mess this up. Hey, hey, listen, listen, because you can do one or two things at that time, man. You can run, mm -hmm. being in the place of, 
uh, that's not new and uncomfortable. Like, whoa, whoa, I don't normally talk about these questions. We talk about yeah. everything else. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I'm identifying with what you're saying because I didn't get mine together until I got my wife. See? And it was just like, you know, I didn't want to be a financial liability. Yes. It was like, it was yeah. so many areas I still had to improve on. It was just mm -hmm. like, you know, we had those conversations early. So, yes. yeah. Same as we had that conversation very early. And that, it stuck with me, and it still stick with me to this day. Like, you know how some dudes say, it might be cheesy, they be like, oh, thank God for my wife. This is the truth. Really? This the truth. Like, she, she kind of saved me in a way. You could say that. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't, I didn't have the mental to think about saving for my credit. Mm -hmm. Or even giving my credit right so that we can have a future. Yeah. And now, brother, I'm telling you, God is good. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Uh, God is good. Okay, so financial literacy, uh, mm -hmm. the knowledge of financial literacy and how it could set you up for later. I got you. Correct. Correct. All right. Question for you. Do you think that education opened up doors for you? Why or why not? Absolutely, it did. Absolutely. Um, you know, certain jobs that I had went for, you know, they know I only completed two years in college. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not ashamed of that um that education part of it gave me the opportunity mm. it gave me the opportunity to actually prosper and be in the position i am in life now because of those two years of college oh you went for two years that's all we require mm. boom it just blossomed into this i'm telling you god took care of me it just blossomed into this beautiful flower that god was nurturing man he was watering it i trusted him you know um when I did finish my two years of college, I stopped going because I was hurt. Okay. Hurt deeply. You know, I just lost Top. Mm -hmm. Two years after that, I lost Shanye. Mm -hmm. A lot of, matter of fact, you know, because yeah, I hit yeah. you up on the day she died, like, real, you know, <laughs> I needed somebody to talk to, and you were my go to person. You know, you and Alonzo Verbal. Okay. So, um, yeah, man, there was a lot going through that in college, but wait, wait, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you pass this moment because <laughs> I, I hope I shared this with you. If I didn't, uh -huh. but uh, you hit me up. We were chatting about it. I was in Morocco at the time, mm -hmm. and I remember being outside. Uh, uh, I left the computer room right after we talked, and um. I'm sitting outside on the football field uh, uh, there at the university in Morocco and I see this shooting star pass mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. and I knew that was nobody but God. And I yeah. knew that then. And mm -hmm. it was just like, you know, because God will give you signs. God will show you some miraculous things. If you're just patient enough, quiet enough to hear it, to see it and to believe mm -hmm. it. And I yeah. knew right after I walked out of that conversation with you that that was, that was, that's that's all that was right there. Yeah. Amen, bro. Amen. I love that. I love that. That's, yeah, I don't know if I ever told you that, but I'm sitting there thinking about it right now. I'm just like, yeah, because I know that that was, uh, uh, that would have been a rough period for anybody, brother. So, Amen. that was a rough, a rough time, man. You know, it was people know about Top, people know about Sean A, but they didn't know about my older brother Daryl too, and he died in 2002 as well, four mm -hmm. months before. So it was a lot, a lot of stress going on in 2002. Mm. I mean, 
my top pass, it took me to this dark, dark spot where I kind of wanted people to feel the hurt I was going through, you know, and I expressed that to my friend Shondell. And um, this is how God plays a major role in this. Now, Shondell, he would usually be down with any and everything. Mm. He looked at me, he said, that's not you. Mm. That's not you. Mm. I'm not going to take that with, go there with you. That's not you. Mm. We're going to take you home. You're going to get some rest and you're going to think about what you're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's just, now I sit back and I think about it and I just look up and I say, thank you, God. Because that situation could have went left to right and it could have left myself or Shondell in a messed up situation. Mm. Instead of him being there, all right, let's do it. He was more like, no, mm. no, we're not going to do that. That's not you. Mm. And I thank him for that. I thank God for placing that in his mind to do that. There you go. And it's just real talk. It's like um, you always want to question the people that are in your circle, you know, what I mean? and understand that uh, we don't have to bring the same exact thing, but we, mm -hmm. we have to bring something, something to this table. It has to be reciprocal. And yes. to be able to have a friend that doesn't want to sacrifice you, your future, your current, you know, mm -hmm. what I mean, is dope. Yeah, you know I mean, like we need more of that. It's just like, nah, man, we gonna go out here and not even think about later. Like, nah, that's not you. Yep. Don't and get no was, better than that. That was his response. <laughs> it was, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate that a lot because it could have possibly saved my life and somebody else's because I really wanted somebody to get hurt behind the hurt I was feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, you sit there, you, those were the times I was questioning God. I was, why, why would you do this? And during my um, visit at the riverfront, mm. the passage when he spoke to Job, mm. he said, why not you? Mm -hmm. You know, why not you? <laughs> Are you bigger than me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that just stuck in my head like, you're right. Why not me? Yeah. Everybody's going to go through a storm. Are you going to weather the storm or are you going to let the storm drown you? So put my faith in God. And I knew when that hand reached down, I got to reach up to help him pull me out. And that's what happened. He pulled me out. And it's a, uh, it's a blessing to be able to talk to you tonight uh, and be able to talk in a manner that I know uh, – a lot of people are still trying to figure out and understand, you know what I mean? I know about God's uh, oh, yeah. uh, 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 touch and place in my life and mm -hmm. where I would be without him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, 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 it is uh, an amazing attribute uh, yes. to have to your life. You know what I mean? Whatever a person's founda foundation makeup is, mm -hmm. um, because one, it teaches you not to uh, lean on your own understanding, as you just said earlier, you know what I mean? Right. But, you know, because if we do that, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah. But no, but no, I, 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 I'm thankful that uh, there's room here, you know what I mean? There's room in this conversation for God to come in, shine and talk and spread this, uh, the way that he's supposed to be. Because you get a chance to see, well, listen, the outcome could have been different for you and I. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But the outcome is what it is as a direct result of trusting in God through all of the situations. 
absolutely. Everything I do, I invite him in. Mm. Right before this meeting we had, I prayed. Asked him on in. When I start, I know I can draw. But when I start an art project, I ask him to be there with me. Everything I do, I invite him in. I want him to be a part of my life. I want him to walk with me. Like, you know, the, the saying, there was two set of footsteps in the sand, and then there was one set of footsteps in the sand. When times get hard, God cares. Yes. That's why I like to invite him. Invite him. And people, people run from that. You know, some people do. Oh, God, uh, he don't hear me. Oh, he hear you. Mm -hmm. He hear you. Listen, I've been battling with one of the young guys I, uh, I still work with. And he and I got into a heated conversation uh, mm -hmm. about it. And he thought that he said something that um, was going to make me stop talking to him. Because uh, it was too funny. Because right after he said it, and he goes, he says, all right, Rail, I think I might have took it too far, didn't I? And he was just like, I probably lost you at this one part when I said this about God, right? And I'm just <laughs> like, actually, nah, man, you didn't lose me, bro. I give space for everything, for everybody, because everyone's at different phases of life. Yeah. But all I can tell you is through my experience. All I can tell you is what it looks like for me, what I've seen it done in my own life. And yeah. hopefully that's a good enough story for you to believe what I'm telling and sharing with you, because the same thing can happen to you, because he loves you the same way he loves me, period. Yeah. Absolutely. You said the best thing to him. Yeah. That last statement. He loves you the same way he loves me. Yeah. Trust in him. Yeah. Trust me, you sparked something in his head. So yeah. it, rather y'all had that conversation over again, yeah. he went to thought about that. Yeah. And maybe one day he'll sit there and he'll say, he'll take a deep breath and he'll just say, all right, God, I trust yeah. you. And once he do that, he'll see. He'll see. Because I'm telling you, Rel, I wouldn't be here. I don't know where I would be. You would be like, Larcel changed. Who is that? No. And I never forgot the foundation my parents laid. Okay. They laid a, a clear foundation. They wanted me to grow up and learn from my own mistakes, but they also let me know that God will be there if only you let him. If only you let him. A lot of people don't let him. But so I, I, I'm there, I'm, I'm knocking. Will you let me in? Mm-hmm. Will you let me that's in? That's the biggest question, man. I'm ready for it. Okay, <laughs> let me see. Um, let me see. I, uh, what role, uh, what role uh, do you feel racism played uh, during your early education between kindergarten and 12th grade, if any? I don't know if at the time I thought it was racism, but um, back in, I believe, the fifth grade, I drew a picture, and this, this white boy drew a picture. And the teacher said my picture wasn't good enough. Hmm. I came, I was crying. I came home to my mother. I came home to my mother, and I cried. I cried. I don't want to draw no more. Da, da, da. My mother said, you ain't going to do that? No. No. You're not going to give up drawing. You're going to do it harder. You're going to try harder. And that was my first experience. I don't know if it was racism to me because I was too young to know about racism. But if you look at it now, it could have been. Because mm. I know for a fact my picture was better than his, but I didn't want to <laughs> say that because I'm, 
I'm not that, that that type of person, but that experience in the early education system as far as it being racist, I think it was. I think it was. Okay. I think it was that because of that. Because of she racist mind. Okay. But okay. other than that, I really had no racial run-ins. I mean, I've heard things. I heard people say things, but directly to me, no. Okay. okay. I guess hey, listen, that's a blessing. It's a blessing. Like I said, man, it's a blessing to be without it. Because mm -hmm. um, for 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 many uh, who have had those run-ins, it's kind of hard mm -hmm. uh, um, distinguishing uh, one bad apple from yeah. all of the apples. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And every, like I, I tell people any day, you know what I mean? Even on my Facebook page, it says, I love good people, mm -hmm. period. Yeah. You know what I mean, there's, there's good white people, there's good black people, there's bad white people, there's bad black people. I love good people, right. period. Right, right, yeah. absolutely right with that. And that, the thing you said, like one rotten apple, I feel like we as black people sometimes get put in that uh, stereotype of all black people are alike. Mm. As far as, oh, they're going to be ghetto, they're going to be loud, they're going to fight each other if you get them together. <sighs> in America, America makes it hard not to believe that. You know, the things that we're going through now, it makes it hard not to believe that we're put in this one bowl and that's how we're looked at. Mm as less as, oh, they're just troublemakers, they're thugs, they don't want anything out of life. And that right there, I'm not gonna swallow that pill because we're more than that. Okay. I refuse to say, oh yeah, that's all we are. No, we're more. Mm -hmm. We're more, just us having this conversation shows it. Mm -hmm. It shows it. Like I saw growth in you just as well as you saw growth in me. So I know if I can spark the mind to grow a better person, I know you could too, and I know you have, because you have done it for me, whether you know it or not. I looked up to Tyrell. I still do. I see you doing your, your thing, brother. I love it. I love it. I appreciate it, brother. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I, and like I said, man, the, my admiration for you, uh, uh, I'm just giving you your flowers back. My, my admiration for you extends back Mm -hmm. uh to as early as when i first met you you were a different type of person and i always appreciated you never trying to step outside of your lane right you know i mean uh mm -hmm. hey listen i mean not to say i can't do the same thing that everybody else is doing but i'm choosing not to and respect me for my decision decision you know yes. I mean? yes and imagine having to be able to uh imagine not having the words to articulate it but mm -hmm. having the moxie to go out and just walk and do it mm -hmm. so all right i got a question for you can you think of any attitudes or behaviors this is like one of those so albany questions mm -hmm. uh, can you think of any attitudes or behaviors or experiences that were normalized in albany uh and were actually only limited to albany <laughs> um there's so many there's mm -hmm. so many it's hard to just call out one to be honest which is so many you got your a la borns, you got your uh, joy, you got, you got joy. So, so many things, man. And that's what makes Albany unique. You know, we got our own language where we yeah. understand each other. So it's, it's hard to just call out one or, it's, it's so many. 
It's okay. so it's okay. so ready, brother. But you just made me realize that Albany is really dope. Yeah. Albany is a dope spot, brother. Yeah. <laughs> really, it really is. That's that's a, I got I got some boys down in Charlotte. I mm -hmm. promise you that. Uh, um, it, even still to this day, they all uh, contact me and be like, "Boy, boy, boy!" Because, yeah. <laughs> like I said, every place has its own dopeness, man. It was just like, imagine going to a new place and trying to erase your old place. I brought my old place with me every place that I went. Never forget so that, that way. Yeah, when they talk about Albany, oh, I know somebody from Albany. You know Tyrell? Yeah, I know Tyrell. <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like, nah, man, Albany is dope. You know what I mean? It's just it like, is. yo, bring that dopeness with you everywhere. Yeah. And so that way it changed the perception and mindset of what other people are thinking about mm -hmm. Albany. Be like, oh, you live up there with all of the cows and all that? Yeah. Nah, bro. That, that's the best thing, isn't it? Alex. Mm -hmm. I thought Albany was dirt roads. What? Mm -hmm. Albany is the capital where you from, brother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you forgot. Did you know that? Yeah, no. <laughs> they thought it was Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Get out of here, man. Albany. Go look at the map. You see the star mm -hmm. by Albany? That's us. Mm -hmm. That's us. Boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yeah, nah, but it's, 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 it's dope when you get to that point of just realizing, like I said, man, uh, Albany has its, it has its toughness. It has its rough parts. But we also grew up in a time period where it wasn't like it is right now. We grew up in a time period where like I said, man, everybody had their own spaces. You and your family occupied Second mm -hmm. Ave. You know what I mean? I always knew if I went to Second Ave, I was good. It was like, mm -hmm. listen, I'd go right up over here. I'd go down the street, mess with uh, a Big Papa and his brothers, wherever, mm -hmm. wherever you wanted to be. You know what I mean? I remember when, when Raekwon moved around there, and he was over there on Grandview. So it was just like, yeah, yeah, man, so... That's that's it, man. But all, uh, 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 Albany definitely has a, uh, its uniqueness. It, it does. It does. And it shows. It shows. Mm -hmm. Even when you go out of town, it shows. Mm -hmm. You just continue to bring Albany with you. And like you said, people will recognize it. Oh, I know such and such. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing, man. It's a good thing to get recognized from where you're from. By what That's mm -hmm. awesome. And you just made me really realize that Albany is dope. Mm -hmm. is dope. I think I might paint that. Albany is dope. Or I like that. Okay. Especially. Okay. Okay. Listen. Well, listen. I can't. I can't wait to see you bring it to fruition, brother. Yeah. Albany is dope. Or okay. we deserve that. Mm -hmm. Albany deserves something like that. Okay. All right. Like now with his so Albany, I love that. You mm -hmm. see, it? Love yeah. It. Mm -hmm. Love. It. Yeah. Love it. And and I'm all about supporting. Period. So you mm -hmm. know what I mean. If I if I see something. Uh, I, I'm gonna try my best. I love spending my money back with other people. Absolutely. I've that way. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna support it uh, 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 because. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But yeah, let me see. I got, you, I got your next question for you. The Black Lives Matter movement isn't just about police brutality. It's also mm -hmm. about dismantling systematic racism. Mm -hmm. If you were in charge of a part of the Black Lives Matter movement in Albany, what are two or three focal points that you would wish us to, to focus in to bring about a change? There's not much to focus on as far as um, opposing to what they're already doing. Okay. You know, right, there's 
the same thing that they're fighting for will be the exact same thing I will be fighting for. We want justice. We want equality. We want to be recognized as people, not cattle, because that's what it seems. It seems as if we're not even human. You know, you tell us to put our arms up, we comply, you still murder us. Hmm. You still murder us. So I don't think the message would be different. I think the message would be exactly the same. Exactly the same. You're, you're going to hear about this Black Lives Matter until you realize that Black Lives Matter. Oh. You know, you get people with the counterpunch, all lives matter. If that's the case, why am I marching for Black Lives Matter then? Mm. You know, if all lives matter, Black lives would matter. Mm. And it's just simple. So I don't think the, the message would change. I think it would be the same. I think, um, yeah. Okay. It'll, Okay. It'll definitely be the same. I can respect that. Mm -hmm. I can respect I wouldn't change a thing about it. I love love the fact that they're up front. They're trying to get the police to realize that excessive force is unacceptable. Hmm. It's unacceptable. You can apprehend. I mean, you can um, you can arrest someone mm -hmm. without using brute force. I've seen it done. They go to they go to police school for mm -hmm. this. You know how to take somebody down without murdering them. Mm. But instead, because you live in fear of a black person, your first thought is to raise your gun mm. and say that they're, they're threatening my life. How? Mm. How am I threatening your life, sir? Please stop murdering us. That's, what be the, that's exactly the message. And I don't think anything should change about that at all. Okay. Whether let it or you let it or somebody else let it it should be the same message okay i wouldn't change a thing about it i'll keep the message the same okay okay one thing i would say though and i know a lot of people will disagree with this because we're out here saying black lives matter and then you turn around and a black life take another black life mm -hmm. that bothers me to the core mm -hmm. i mean to the core we have to love us. We have to put that pride aside. What makes you want to hurt somebody? Put that pride aside and start loving each other. Mm. When black lives matter to us, and I know people are going to, oh, he said black lives. Listen, black lives have to matter to us in order for it to matter to them. Because mm. once we kill each other, they're going to say, well, see, black lives don't matter. Mm -hmm. And then it's like a big contradiction, kind of. You want me to love your life, but you don't value your life. But love, love the fact that they're up front. They're trying to get the police to realize that excessive force is unacceptable. Hmm. It's unacceptable. You can apprehend. I mean, you can um, you can arrest someone mm -hmm. without using brute force. I've seen it done. They go to they go to police school for mm -hmm. this. You know how to take somebody down without murdering them. Mm -hmm. But instead, because you live in fear of a black person, your first thought is to raise your gun mm -hmm. and say that they're they're threatening my life. How? Mm -hmm. How am I threatening your life, sir? Please stop murdering us. Mm -hmm. That's what be the that's exactly the message. And I don't think anything should change about that at all. Okay. Whether 
led it or you led it or somebody else led it, it should be the same message. Okay. So I wouldn't change a thing about it. I'll keep the message the same. Okay. Okay. One thing I would say though, and I know a lot of people will disagree with this because we're out here saying black lives matter. And then you turn around and a black life take another black life. Mm -hmm. That bothers me to the core. I mean, to the core, we have to love us. We have to put that pride aside. What makes you want to hurt somebody, put that pride aside and start loving each other. Mm -hmm. When black lives matter to us, and I know people are going to, oh, he said black lives. Listen, black lives have to matter to us in order for it to matter to them. Because mm -hmm. once we kill each other, they're going to say, well, See, black lives don't matter. Mm -hmm. And then it's like a big contradiction, kind of. Mm -hmm. You want me to love your life, but you don't value your life. But and that's all. You know what? It's never a contradiction. Because one, you're 100% correct, but it's never a contradiction. It's, mm -hmm. it's really, it's two separate issues. And, I, and right. I've had this conversation uh, uh, with two people over the last two days, actually. You know what I mean? It's two separate conversations. We're talking about one, which is systemic racism, uh, institutionalized racism, police brutality. And then we're also talking about two issues that plague the black community within the yes. black community. Yes. You can't look at them as, as, as two and the same oh, because no, no, no. you're always going to intertwine it and try to find ways to mm -hmm. dismantle it. No, mm -hmm. look at it as two separate entities. We have it's, black people who are being oppressed, being uh, 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 beat up by the police. You got all of these things here. That's separate. This is what we're talking about. This is what we're fighting for. Then mm -hmm. we also have another realm of accountability where we got to keep ourselves accountable, where we got to hold ourselves accountable. Like you said, black lives have to matter to us as well. But it's two separate entities. And I think, I think the easier. That's my thing. I'm not saying that the, it's the same because it's not. It's absolutely different. It's absolutely different. Mm. What I'm saying is, if we loved us Correct. and came together, unified, what could stop us? Nothing. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Imagine, imagine no more black violence on each other. Could you imagine that? How powerful that would be? to prosper and grow with each other instead of pulling my brother down pulling them up instead of being a crab in the barrel i'm being somebody who can help you that's what i'm talking about as far as the racism systematic racism that need to go period yeah. we don't charge fairly we don't get judged fairly it need to go that's why we scream black lives matter to them okay but what i'm saying it's black lives should matter to us. Put the gun down. When you point your gun at your brother, because that's who he is. When God said, love your brethren, he ain't talking about who he was born with. He talking about the people you, your peers. That's who he's talking about. And if you can look at a black man and say, I hate you, and you try to kill that man, then it's a problem. And I got it. something for you. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 speaking of, I mean, a uh, 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 love, uh, it wasn't until this year that I totally understood, what is that, um, 1 Corinthians 13? 
love mm -hmm. is patient. Love is if I if I, I might have messed it up. I think that's what it is. But mm -hmm. I didn't. I always associated that. Just I I romanticized about mm -hmm. that one because everyone always does. That's what you're hearing. It's what you see at weddings. And you know, I mean, love is patient. Love is kind. You know, I never read it in its full uh, context until mm -hmm. this year, right? And actually. Um, to be honest, it felt like so much more pressure because I realized that that same level of love that is expressing in that moment, it doesn't just extend to your spouse. Right. It extends that level of love, that level of patience, kind, that is, that level of love is reserved for everyone. Everyone. And I was just like, oh man, this is, uh, this is too much. <laughs> it's, like, it's enough doing this right here with her. Like, Let alone, I, I gotta love everybody this way. I gotta be patient with everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. I mean, just think about how patient God is with everybody. Yeah. He wants you to walk like him, talk like him, be like him. So if he loves everybody, <laughs> right? We gotta love everybody. Yeah. He to be like him okay literally out there saying oh no no he wants you to love your brethren mm. whether it's a black whether it's white whether it's asian whether it's mm. chinese whether it's jamaican you love mm. and when you show it's something about when you give love and you get it back <sighs> nothing can top that nothing can top that Love is the greatest of them all, and he said. I agree. It. I agree. Mm. I just I, I love I love, <laughs> love. I love giving love. I love yeah. to see smile. I just love 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 love. I love it. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. I think we can use a lot of love on this next question. Okay. Sadly, Albany has seen more and more violence in our communities have experienced a lot of death over the past few years. Mm. What changes would you like to see? What is your hope for the city, Larcel? My hope for the city is to have more mentors as far as for the kids, man. We need more mentors out there showing these kids the right path to walk. You know, um, we need unity as far as our community we need unity it seems like it's only there sometimes and then it disappears like the events that's been taking place in albany these past couple months i can't wrap my head around it i cannot wrap my head around it i sit here i talk to my wife and i say i i don't get it i, I don't get it it's sad i want to see change i want to see <sighs> It's it's hard to explain, right? I just know it hurts my soul, my heart. I want to see people unified. I want to see us growing. I want to see us prospering. I want to see us owning our businesses. I want to see us buying our businesses. I want to see us spending the black dollar with the black dollar rege regenerating wealth within the black community. I want to see that. I would love to see that. Will I? I don't know. But hopefully this conversation sparked the mind that does know. Okay. So when they hear it, oh, yes, this is what I want to do. Mm. I want violence to stop within the community. We don't need it. We've been doing this for so long. When does it stop? When does it stop? 
they've been doing the same thing for years, for years, and it's getting worse now. Because mm -hmm. it's like anybody's a target. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Like anybody's a target. Back then, you had beef. Something may have happened, may have not happened. Mm -hmm. But you had beef. Now it's just, it seemed like it's just to be shooting because like, oh, somebody got shot over there. Somebody got shot. When does it stop? How does it stop? What steps do we take to make it stop? Who do we need to sit down with to make this stop? Within the black community. We are plagued. I don't have an answer for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, I do have a statement that was shared with me yesterday that I think might help. Um, in order to change the community, mm -hmm. we got to first change our family. Okay. Okay. Right? So uh, we always end up focusing on the, the macro level problems, the larger issues. But just imagine what it would be like on a micro level if everyone just took care of and changed the dynamics in their family. Yes. All of these families changing those dynamics can ultimately come back together to come yes. back to create that unison, you know, yes. I mean, that vibe. But yes. it's like, so, you know what I mean? Create, uh, I mean, change the dynamics in your family and it'll mm -hmm. change the dynamics in the community. Right. And that going back to it trickles down from the king and queen. What you instill in your kids, what you teach your kids, they will reciprocate that back. Mm. And if it's love, it's gonna be great. Mm. Just like that, if you change the change your family first, mm. if you can do that, the community will grow, the community will be happy, the community will take care of each other. It used to happen back in the day. If I was bad, my neighbor, <laughs> my neighbor was Miss Strickland was no joke growing up next to Miss Strickland. She was no joke. She wasn't afraid to whoop. <laughs> my mother gave that permission. You know, that's how the community was. It takes a village to raise a child. Mm. And that's what we need to get back to. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, how did growing up in Albany prepare you for adulthood? Ooh, growing up in Albany prepared me for adulthood. Let me just say this, brother. I've seen so many examples mm. of becoming an adult. You know, great examples, and it was some not so good examples. But as far as Albany preparing me, it gave me my wife to prepare me for adulthood. Mm. And that's straight honest. Mm. You know, she really made me put my big boy pants on and, and grow up, you know, grow up. It's time to get serious about life. Mm. And as far as Albany teaching me uh, adulthood, basically taught me how to, what the, hold on, my bad. Okay, you <laughs> it, good. Yeah, it basically taught me how to um, roll with the punches. Okay. You know, stand tall. Be strong, be a man, because life is going to come at you. You got to grab it by the horns and wrestle with it. Albany showed me that through many examples, whether it was through a friend's father or it was through my father or my brothers or somebody else's brothers. 
as a kid, you watch these things. You see these things. You know what you don't want to become, and you know what you want to become. And that's what Albany did. Albany showed me the, how I want to become. I want to become such and such as an adult. And I must say, looking back, I'm proud of where I am. And salute to Albany for raising me that way, too. You know, I said in one of my raps, Memphis birthed me, but Albany raised me. It's the truth. I salute to Albany for that, you know. There's a lot of great examples out here, and I strive to be one. <laughs> Just like I know that you're one. I know that you're one, and I strive to be a great example for these kids. And I think as I was growing, I think I did. I think I, I left a mark on some kids, and I hope one day they grow up to say, you know what? I wouldn't mind being like Larcel. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind being like Boo, as they would call me. Yeah, yeah. I'm being like that. He's a good brother. So, Listen, I think, uh, I'm not even going to say, I think I know for a fact you have. I remember when I was running model at Green Tech and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and your nephew came by, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I remember because I think, I, I think he might have been feeling himself on something. It was something going at, and, and, and he was saying something. I was like, I said, I'm going to pull this card. I was like, brother, I know your entire family. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you might not remember, but I know your entire family. I knew you since you was yay high. Mm -hmm. So it was like, yeah. Then I was like, I was like, yeah, I know Boo. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I knew you pops. It was yeah. like, yeah. So, you know what I mean? I know for a fact you have made that impact. Like I said, and it's not just on the, on the people that was younger than us. It was, it, was, it was for me. It was for people that was our age as well. Because mm -hmm. uh, to be able to be a positive force at that age uh, where we don't have uh, as many examples that are our age who are uh, being recognized for doing mm -hmm. it the right way. Right. You, know, you get recognized for doing everything the backwards way. Right. Just, nah, man, you are, you, you are who you are. Um, and, and, and it is something to be said uh, for that. So right. and I mean, don't ever question that, brother, because... Uh, that, uh, that brings me to um, back to when I was teaching the kids how to flip mm -hmm. on the train. Now, I had this group of kids. They would rush to get there after school. Mm -hmm. One day, I just challenged them. I said, you know what? You can jump if you bring me an A, right? Mm -hmm. Just saying it to see what will happen. So these kids actually, actually we're getting good grades and a mother. I didn't know who this lady was coming over there looking for Boo. I ain't know what I've done. I've <laughs> she said, who is Boo? I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm Boo. She said, I just want to meet the guy who told my child to get an A and he can jump on his trampoline. You know this boy has been bringing home A's? Hmm. And I was proud of that. Like, wow, wow. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that it would really spark this kid to try to do something. And then on the flip side of that, when we moved from Bino, and my little brother Craig, he was playing uh, basketball. Yeah. And I went to one of his games and I seen this same kid. Now, I, he looked familiar, but to him, he knew exactly who I was. So he came, Oh, how you doing? I'm like, Yo, my man, how you been? Mm. He, I've been good. I just got caught up in the system. Mm. And he said, um, Dang, brother, what happened? He said, I'm going to be honest with you. When you moved from Bino, I didn't have no positive role models. Mm. I had 
by showing me how to sell drugs, mm. how to make money. And I got caught up. Um, that just hurt my heart. It was like, dang, not one person. Mm-hmm. And that's what, the, that's what I mean by we need more mentors mm. in the community. Because for that child to be such a sweet child mm. and, and to get caught up in the system where who knows what's going on with him now, you know, yeah. if I can spark this child to be great, who else can step up and do it? Mm-hmm. You know, it just blew my mind to hear him say he had nobody. Nobody. And that it was wow. Wow. You know, I just gave him a hug and I told him everything would be all right. God got you. God got you. Hopefully, whenever I speak to him again, his life is turned around. I pray for him. I pray that it does. Because that was a sad, sad situation. Yeah, man. And it's um one, you know, I mean prayer is the is the most powerful thing that God has given to any one of us. Amen. Amen. So uh um uh I'm sure and I, I, I I'm I'm prayerful and hopeful that uh his story will be different. But that's the that's that's the dopeness though. The dopeness of Albany, the dopeness of anywhere. It was just like you can go through circumstances, you mm-hmm. can go through this thing called life. Yeah and it the circumstances or the decisions that we make don't have to define us. Absolutely. At whatever time that we build the confidence, we get the confidence, we mm-hmm. grow, we can change. We can make a new. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and that's it. So it's like, you know, sometimes you might not have had the, all of the confidence and self-esteem that you would have liked to have that could have got you over saying no to this particular crowd. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah man. But nah, you'll, you'll get there. Uh, question for you. Success is measured in many different ways. How do you measure success and how do you stay motivated? I measure success by how you grew in life. Not about how much money you made. It's how you grew in life. When you look back on your life, are you proud of who you become? You know, and uh, staying motivated is knowing that when times get rough and I pray, things come out better. So my motivation is God, you know, and people going to say, oh, you know, they probably always oh, talking about God. Listen, I'm just speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. God has changed my life for the better once I started trusting in him. I always knew about God, but it's the trust part. When I started trusting in him, that's when things changed. So, yeah. That's my answer. Okay. Let me see. What about your life's path are you most proud of? I'm proud of my marriage. (laughs) I'm so proud of my marriage, man. Real I can, talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, can look at that, I can look at my life and go, wow, you know, I'm, I'm in a successful marriage. You know, um, coming from where we came from as kids to now adults, got a mortgage that's not bragging or anything, but mm-hmm. yep. it's just growth. Yep. Um, my wife is my best friend. 
No, I'm proud of that. It's not like the the, the people that we've met in the past weren't. I, I know, well, let me speak for myself. Sometimes the people that I've met in the past, you know what I mean? They, they wanted more for me. I didn't want more for, for myself. So I always tell everybody, everyone grows at different times. And the, mm -hmm. the, the, the worst thing you can ever do is rush somebody into something yeah. before their time. When we're Absolutely. ready, we're ready. Like, mm -hmm. I, I felt you when you said, what am I most proud of? My marriage. You know what yes. I mean? We just celebrated six years of marriage. I've been with this girl for eight years now. You know what I mean? My right. longest relationship prior to my wife was six months. But <laughs> I didn't know how to do relationships. Mm -hmm. but, so I, I, I feel that. I respect that. And I, and I appreciate you shouting out your queen, brother, because, you know what I mean? They, uh, what, 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 what was that song? Listen, um, <laughs> definitely dude, definitely yep. dude, R. Kelly, Jay-Z, the power of the you-know-what. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. the truth. Because they can motivate us to do so much, so much more. And I always say women set the bar. Women set the standard. They absolutely you know do. I mean? Because we'll do anything to get your affection, to get your attention, to get your love. Mm -hmm. If you set the bar and I got to be this type of person, I'm trying to be this type of person. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to exceed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They motivate you. They they make you want to grow. And that's what my wife did for me. She made me want to become a better person, not only for myself, but for her. Because yeah. she showed me she's worthy. She showed me she deserved who I am now. Mm. You know, and I'm pretty sure she thanked God for me just mm. as well as I thank God for her. Mm -hmm. So my wife, I'm proud of my marriage. I'm okay. proud of flaunt it. I'll put it up on Facebook, everything. I flaunt my marriage. I love my marriage. Mm. Love it. Okay. okay. And speaking of years, we got four years coming up on the 16th of being married. <laughs> oh, there you go. Listen, man, listen, listen, those, those numbers, those numbers add up real fast, bro. Oh, they do. We, we celebrate, uh, what was it? Year six was the year of iron. So we, we try to celebrate either traditionally or uh, modern every year. We'll, uh, we'll pick which one we're going to go with. But it's it, it's an important, I've grown in my life at two times that I can really identify with. And both of those times were when I got into a serious committed relationship. Oh. And it's just, it's just really amazing. Like I said, what a, uh, a woman will motivate you to do. Mm -hmm. And you know, my life changed completely. Uh, God took one of my worst situations and turned it into one of my best situations and delivering my wife to me through that situation. Won't he do it? Won't yeah. he do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will do it. He will do it. He will do it. I'm telling you. Thank God for wives. Yeah, man. Well, let me see. I got um I got two more questions for you before I let you go for tonight. Okay. Uh thinking of your strengths, the strengths mm -hmm. that you know that you possess and you have. Um pick a strength that you wish was transferable to other people. What would it be? What is something that you recognize within yourself that you wish you could share with other people or instill in other people? My strength to care and love instantly. Mm. To care and love instantly. Like if I meet someone and they just show me who they are and they're genuine, I automatically got love for them. I automatically got, I got love for you, brother. Like I'm not just speaking to you, but I'm saying yeah. meet someone and that love they show me, I'm going to reciprocate it back. So I wish 
if I had that superpower to give it off to somebody, mm. I would try to hit everybody with it like a big sonic mm. boom. Oh, I would try to shoot everybody with that love to let you know that you don't have to be scared to meet new people. You don't have to wonder what this person is going to do to me when you meet new people. All you got to do is be genuine, be yourself. Let love shine through. Okay. Let love shine through. When love shine through, that's when you know God is the present. So, boom, I would do, I would definitely give off love. I would okay. give off love. I, I, I'm picturing, I'm picturing that old cartoon with the Care Bears right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, listen, I'm, I'm shooting out love. <laughs> I'm shooting out love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. serious, though. I'm dead serious. I would shoot out love. I opened up my chips. <laughs> shoot out love, man. Ain't nothing like love, man. Could you imagine if we all was in unison? Yeah. Could you imagine how life would be if love was reciprocated amongst each other daily? You know? Can you imagine what it would be like if we loved ourselves more? Absolutely. Imagine imagine not having to make as many mistakes as we make uh because we have a deeper love and understanding for ourselves not mm -hmm. the desire to fit in with different right. crowds at different times because all of that changes but we have a love and understanding of ourselves that's just solid through all of those changing times mm -hmm. imagine that it always start with self mm. it always start with self it always start with self. When you love yourself, I said it before, when you learn to love yourself, you will know how to love someone else. And that's why when, you know, a lot of people, I get a lot of people who call me about relationship advice. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, did you try to be alone? Mm -hmm. You know, people feel like they need a companion. No, you have to love you first. Mm -hmm. if of yourself first that love you reciprocating is going to be unmatched mm -hmm. it's going to be unmatched the person's going to feel like they struck gold mm -hmm. oh this is what i was missing yes i love me so i want to show you how i will love you mm -hmm. and that will that's oh man that will be the best the ultimate love the okay. ultimate is to love self first and then reciprocate that love amongst somebody else mm -hmm. mm. 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 <laughs> Listen, says good as apple pie. Mm. <laughs> Let me see. Um, what are uh, I, I know you're into the arts, but right. um, are there any types of apps, podcasts, books, uh, music that you're listening to that motivates you that you would like to recommend to the back community, to the Albany community? that you think might be helpful or applicable to other people? Um, as far as music, um, I would say people get more in tune with Janae Aiko. Okay. My mother-in-law put me up on her, brother, and I, she's just deep to me. Mm. She's deep. I love it. I love all her music. I mm. love it. Mm. I, would, I would definitely recommend that to the Albany community. I mean, hear it understand it don't just listen mm. stand it mm. she speak to you mm. you can hear you can start to feel difference you mm. can start to mm. feel it some type of music make you want to change you know what i mean oh yeah oh yeah so, oh. Definitely. Listen, yeah. listen listen some people forget about what music is supposed to do to you mm -hmm. you know what i mean it was just like 
And I, I like I remember uh, uh, having this debate because I'm a big music head. I was having this debate with my uh, my niece who's getting married Friday and nice. Fiance, nice. Right? Yeah. right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well, to them, shout out to them. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, we were talking about uh, he kept trying to get me to get in the Migos. And I'm just like, bro, I can't. And I was like, no disrespect to the Migos. I, I respect their vibe. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But for me, one, I can't really listen. I can't really uh, listen to the words. And I was like, for me, it's like music has to do something to me. Like I come from my my favorite artist is Tupac, hands down. And yeah. it will never change, mm -hmm. period. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's just like music does something to you. Like when you yeah. were saying you were saying words earlier, like like what's going on? It made me think about Marvin Gaye. Like yes. it was different things that you were just saying that just put me in different places. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, nah, music should do that to you. It so should. It yeah. should absolutely should. Like, um, what's that one song that once I heard it, I just like, I love it. Um, a Marie, mm. fall in love. Mm -hmm. The music, not she don't even have to be singing, but the music in there. Mm. Mm. You can close your eyes and visualize summertime. You visualize love. You visualize everything happy, and then her words. So many things we're going through. Oh my! Come on. That music. <laughs> oh man! All, all of the '90s music. Period. Okay. Period. Love it, man. And you want to go back? You pop in your Mary J. Mm -hmm. The whole 411 album. If anybody mm -hmm. says like the 411 album, they don't like music. Tell them turn Listen, it on. Man, I'm gonna get beat up for this one, but I, 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 I'm gonna shoot you a playlist right after this because one of the people I had on. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Sheena, she sent me this play playlist, and she's like, Tyrell, I'm telling you, I used to be a DJ in my past life. She sent me this playlist that she entitled Albany, and I promise you, mm. that has been my joint ever since. I mean, mm. she, like, touched yeah. on every possible genre and time period growing up in Albany, and that you... joint was dope. Oh, so, man. I hear that. So I, 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 I'll, make, I'll make sure I send that to you after this. <laughs> you know what other song takes me there, bro? That Pete Rock and CL Smooth, they reminisce over you. Mm. <sighs> oh my God. That takes me, that put me in deep thought. Deep. Mm. It just takes me and it takes me there. I can hear that right now in my mm. ears. Speak that the saxophone in the background. Oh my mm. God. Mm. Woo. I got one for you. Uh, Mines is. And I hope it does something to you, but I know it did something to me. So, N-O-R-E, mm -hmm. I love my life. I Him and Carl Thomas, I promise you, if I ever want to get in the Albany vibe or Albany feel, I want to remember or get that nostalgia going, mm -hmm. I listen to I Love My Life. That was mm -hmm. my joint. Still in my joint. Mm -hmm. And said, I mm -hmm. love the Bo Jacksons, the Orange and Blue. Shondell, man, he used to love N.O.R.E., bro. Uh -huh, that was his man. <laughs> he put me up on them. So, yeah, I ain't hear that song in a minute. After this call, I'm definitely going to play it because I, I like to sit back and I love to hear music. I love for it to take me there. Mm. I love for it to take me there and just put me in that zone. Now, if I had music in my ears at the riverfront, mm. I'd probably have Mess around and float. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would be levitating, man. I'm telling you. I love music. I just love music. But 
something about this day and age music. I just, mm. I don't know. Mm. Like I can get into Nipsey. Oh yeah. I, I definitely could get it to Nipsey. Mm. I can get it to some pop smoke, mm. you know. Um, who else? I'm talking about these new age rappers. And I know Nipsey's been out for a while, but yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I just got up on him like, I wanna say a year ago. Okay. I just okay. got up like a year ago. Okay. So when I, I gave him a chance and I listened to his music, I'm like, wow, this dude really actually has something to say. Oh yeah. He had something to say that he was dope. He was a dope artist, man. And sadly that, you know, life took an unpleasant turn for him, but he definitely has something to say. And his music, that music, is the, if you got the music to capture me, mm. I want to hear what you're saying. Oh yeah, I, I fall in love with your story. If, I, if, if I'm trying to get on a new artist, to be honest, I want to go look at an interview. I want to hear you speak. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what you're saying outside of the music because it's going to help to draw me in to listen more. Right. Nipsey's story, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I remember I almost overlooked Nipsey just because of his name, right? I remember uh, <laughs> uh, this girl. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, it might have been like uh, 2010. 2011, somewhere around there, but uh, this girl was just telling me, she's like, Tyrell, I know you, you would love this guy, his name is Nipsey Hussle, and I'm just like, who wants to listen to somebody named Nipsey Hussle, because all I could think about was that other rap song, Nipsey Hussle, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, but when I, when I checked him out, uh, yeah. yo, I think I think at that time he was on the the uh, uh the marathon continues album or the marathon album was a red joint. It was a red. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, I used to drive to Buffalo to go see mm -hmm. Nate. Uh, mm -hmm. Yo, I would listen to that entire album all the way there and all the way back and be mm -hmm. like, yo, that that was my Buffalo. That was my Buffalo joint right there. Boom. Telling you, that's when I got up on that marathon album. I'm like, oh, yeah. my, what was I missing? How come I did what? Yeah, that dope, dope, certified. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this kid really has something to say. Okay, he really has something to say. It's like the first time when you popped in Jay Z, um, Reasonable Doubt. What's that? Can I live? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. While I'm watching, watching me closely, yo, come on. Them mm. stories. That's what yeah. you... Uh, yeah. Man. And the sad part was that it took me years to get on that. And I, I'm going to let you go because I know I, I done kept you longer. But it took me it took me That's years right. <laughs> to um, appreciate Reasonable Doubt because I was a Tupac fan. So uh -huh. naturally, mm -hmm. it was just like, I can't. As much as I loved Dead Presidents, when Dead Presidents came out, it was always just like I felt torn. But mm -hmm. the older I got, you know what I mean? You know, I love Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was just like, yo, I can't believe I, I almost didn't uh, 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 get to embrace you because I just <laughs> wouldn't give you a chance because of Pac. Because of like, Tupac. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. That was yeah. just your loyalty. That was just your loyalty. <laughs> talk, you know? But, um... Jay, man, yeah, Jay, I wouldn't. Listen, I, man, don't, don't listen. I, I, I ain't gonna go there with you. I'm gonna send you that playlist when I get out of here. Please do, I'm gonna please go ahead do. and wrap this up over here for you, man. All right, bro. No, no, I got, I got my final question for you. Okay. So my final question, mm -hmm. I ask everybody that I interview, 
And uh, the reason why I ask this question is because I'm not in tune with all of the dope people. Like I said, Albany is unique and it has its own level of dopeness. Right. If you would recommend somebody to me, Larcel, who would it be that you would want me to interview for a back interview? Let off the rip. tell me why. Let off the rip. P now. P now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you why. When you speak to him, you'll know why. Okay. All I'm going to say, you want to get into Albany? Get into mm -hmm. P, brother. Okay. Straight. What's you that, dig? Mr. Albany? Uh, Mr. Albany? The or, mayor. Albany or nothing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Every, okay. he, he see he got this slogan I, I vote for everybody from Albany I root mm -hmm. for everybody from Albany bro P now if you ever get P now okay got you covered got mm -hmm. you covered hey back community here we have it you heard from Larcel Mr. Boo Mr. Buddha Mac himself uh, uh, thank you very much for uh, spending your time with me bro it's been a mm -hmm. pleasure because I haven't got a chance to rap with you like and this, and I don't know how long. And yeah. uh, you know, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm I'm blessed to be in your presence. I'm absolutely proud of you. Uh, thank you for sharing your story, and thank mm -hmm. you for uh, having the knowledge and the confidence within yourself, even as a young man, all mm -hmm. the way to where you are now, to mm -hmm. be positive and be who you are. Thank you for that. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I want you to continue to prosper, as I know you will. I want you to continue to be an example for the kids, to be an example for these youngins coming up, mm -hmm. because you are, truly you are. Mm -hmm. So salute to you, Rail. Same much, to you, my brother. Hey, listen, up. Black community, you have it. Thank you very much. And, and boy, I'm going to send you that playlist as soon as I get out of here, man. You have yourself a wonderful night, my boy. You too. One. Peace.